Welcome to JudgeCast. This is episode 244. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Perlman, and I am joined this evening, afternoon, morning drive to work by the one and only Brogan King. Hello, hello. And today we have an action-packed, fun-filled episode for you this evening, <laughs> afternoon, morning drive to work, whatever. How um, many times can you say that in a in a like 10-second time span? Let's not find out. <laughs> All right. Okay. It's. I will probably mess up. Today's episode, we are going to talk about a topic that we last covered in episode 97 back in July of 2014, which is we're going to be covering yes. the jerk parts of USC unsporting conduct. The jerk parts. The jerk parts. A little, little historical context. Mean. Unsporting conduct used to be its own category. Or I guess it still is, but you you also had cheating was a separate category. Well, cheating got rolled into uh, unsporting conduct, right? Okay, USC used to be mostly just, just on the its jerk, own. yeah, yeah, just the jerk parts. Now, now it's got you know the jerk parts and the cheater parts. We're not going to talk about the cheater parts. Still, still uh, unbecoming, yep. but less outright rude. <laughs> well, I mean, some of it, we're going to hit aggressive behavior. That's pretty pretty rude. Okay, but anyway, we're going to talk about USC, USC major, USC minor, and aggressive behavior in the reverse order from what I just said. Great. So, so do you remember what I said? Just do a Missy Elliott and like flip it and reverse it and all that good stuff. You know that song. I I know of it. <laughs> you're you're familiar with the concept. I'm I'm familiar that Missy Elliott is is an artist that made a song that said something about flipping it and reversing it and then spoke backwards. Delightful. Now, if you actually play this episode of Judge Cast backwards, you will get a message. Good luck, Brian. You're editing yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, there's not going to be any message. <laughs> um, although I appreciate you attempting to find some messages, some hidden message in here. I'm ready for the super cut of us backwards <laughs> transformed into something. Yes. But the reason that we wanted to talk about these is, I mean, we're we're judges. We there is judgment involved, and I think that these are all things that there is. It's it's exclusively a judgment call. It's not nearly as black and white as most of the penalties you give out on the day to day. And before the show, Brian was explaining this as like you know the the you need to find the the Goldilocks in the middle of being a little too lax. Or a little too strict, depending on who it yeah. is, where you're coming from, what else is going on. It's right. impossible to be totally objective about it. So, right, where's the balance? USC issues are probably it's it's kind of weird in the sense that there's a lot of judges that don't handle USC issues, and there are you know they just make excuses for them or kind of hand wave them off. But you there's just also it. Right, or just like, ah, oh, they were only joking. Yep. And then there's also a lot of a lot of judges that are hyper aggressive. And this is when I was talking about Goldilocks, I was like, you don't want to be too hot, you don't want to be too cold, you want to be just right. And in this episode we're gonna we're gonna go over the the various penalties and we're gonna try and narrow in on what just right is. And like with most things, I'll I'll say that you know these are our opinions, but they're right. edu educated opinions <laughs> <laughs> coming coming from people who have had to deal with these things and work to find yeah. that balance. Again, standard warning of not a one size fits all situation. Everyone's coming coming from different perspectives. Everyone's coming. No, no none of this exists without context. Um, so right, use use what we have to say at at your discretion. I guess getting off, we should probably we should probably talk about what the definition of or the category is like when we talk about game rule violations or sorry, gameplay errors. You know, there's a definition for gameplay errors. There's a definition for tournament errors. And there's a whole bunch of subcategories underneath that. But there's one kind of overarching umbrella uh, that separates that makes tournament errors different from gameplay errors, which different from unsporting conduct. So what's what's the the definition of of unsporting conduct? And this implies this includes like this definition like includes the cheating and stuff like that. So we're gonna narrow in. We're gonna talk about just yeah. the um, 
Well, unsporting conduct is disruptive behavior that may affect the safety, competitiveness, enjoyment, or integrity of a tournament in a significantly negative fashion. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, uh, so, yeah, that's one of the, Do you want to just do, do all of them or do you want to break it down? No, I'll keep, I'll keep going. Okay. Uh, unsporting conduct is not the same as a lack of sporting behavior, which I appreciate. There is a <laughs> wide middle ground of competitive, in quotes, behavior that is neither nice nor sporting, but still does not, doesn't qualify as unsporting. The head judge is the final arbiter on what constitutes unsporting conduct. Um, we'll come back to the, the note that I appreciate in there. Uh, judges should inform the player how their conduct is disruptive. The player is expected to correct the situation and behavior immediately. However, while making sure that the player understands the severity of their actions is important, judges should focus first on calming a situation and deal with infractions and penalties afterwards. Important. Well, I'm 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 furiously reloading, trying to reload my page because you when you said like I appreciate the note that's in there, I looked and I was like I don't see a note. I oh no to... no, I just I I appreciate that they're specifying unsporting behavior is not the same as a lack of sporting behavior. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I thought feel they're... like that's a place where people can just totally get in the weeds of okay. like, well, that's, that's scummy. That's unsporting. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. Okay. So let's, let's decompose that a little bit. So the first, the first thing is talking exactly what, what Brogan was mentioning is there's behavior that's not cool and not exactly behavior that we want to encourage, but it's discourage. I'm, t- I'm trying to think of like the key. The key example is I win a game quickly, and then I extend my hand to my opponent and say "good game," and my opponent doesn't want to shake my hand. Right. Okay, that's not sporting behavior, but it's not unsporting behavior. And different people would look at each of those players and say that's not sporting. You know, this th- this person's not sporting for immediately giving out the good game, and this person's not sporting for not wanting to shake the hand. Right. Or if if I make if I'm playing uh, Brogan and Brogan makes a makes a, a a play mistake, and I try and hold her to that play mistake, you know, that's kind of a jerk thing to do, but it's not necessarily sporting. And we're going to call a judge and hopefully we'll figure it out and 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 figure it out, but. But me being adamant that she needs to to be held to that decision, as long as I don't escalate it to some points that we're going to talk about later, you know, that's not unsporting with a capital U. Right. And now the the there's a difference between stuff that will get a judge to stuff that will get you a penalty and stuff that will just make the people around you think you're kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. Just just because a judge isn't giving out a penalty doesn't mean that maybe you're not yeah. being a nice person. Right. Also, uh, when we talk about uns- unsporting conduct, there it says unsporting conduct is disruptive behavior that may affect the safety, competitiveness, enjoyment, integrity of a tournament. Okay. Using those words right there and, like, the way you phrase things and the way you look at things, you can fit a whole lot of things in there. Mm-hmm. But then there's a state, like, I can say – sitting at a table with my leg out in the aisle, you know, or, or or sticking out. If I'm on one of the end tables, I'm sticking my leg out. That's a tripping hazard. That affects the safety. Okay. Right. Okay. I could be I could be chewing with my mouth open or something like that. <laughs> that affects that my a- enjoyment. That affects the enjoyment. The next part is in a significantly negative fashion. So when we assess this kind of thing, we have to look at what is significant. And that's going to be actually one of the things that we're going to talk about is because that's not necessarily as easy as it looks like. Yep. It's, it's in a lot of ways, people just kind of know it when they see it and they don't really think about, think about it. Think about what, what exactly that line is. Right. Yep. And then the last part of the definition of, of USC uh, unsporting conduct is super important. The last section, it says, Judges should inform the player how their conduct is disruptive. Okay, the, the, the most important thing is education and unsporting conduct. You know, this is, this is why your actions are unacceptable. Okay, and, and you want to take on an instructive role in that particular regard. Uh, you don't necessarily have to be combative or anything like that. You want to be instructive. The player is expected with, to fix it. With but, any other penalty, we are 
you you want to look at it in in that same vein of you want to figure out what's going on you want to be as objective about it as you can and you want to help the player understand both what happened and help and help every, everyone not just the player who's doing the thing wrong you want to take everyone involved and help them understand this is what happened this is what's going to happen and this is why yeah it's kind of interesting like when i've dq'd someone for cheating you know i'll often be like okay so i'm gonna go get some paperwork and i you know i'm explaining what's happening and stuff like that and you know they're like can i can i still play inside events oh yeah you can still play inside event you know Mm -hmm. it's 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 that kind of thing because yeah it's still a little bit of a customer customer service role and even even to this person that's that's getting a, a a penalty and then the next part here is kind of ties into that is you want to making sure that the player understands the severity of their actions are important judges should first focus on calming the situation and dealing with infractions and penalties afterwards okay your first priority is to calm the situation down penalties and stuff like that if you if 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 someone's coming in hot which they generally are in situations like this and you're like you know what i'm gonna give you a usc major for that and you're gonna get a match loss that's just gonna make things worse yeah that's not helping anybody no so you you generally want to like you want to take control of the situation and one, one of the things i've i've said on this podcast i i tell judges that i'm training is you're gonna win like this this argument this discussion that you're having with with this player you're going to win. Ultimately, whatever you say is going to happen is what's going to happen. So you don't have to, like, yell over them or you don't have to get agitated because you, you've you won before you even open your mouth. <laughs> if As long as you stay calm and are in control of the situation. Right, right. That's how you lose. Is You lose when you start getting, you know, frustrated and irritated and, and, and raising your voice and you get into a shouting action. It's that whole thing, like, an idiot drags you down to their level and beats you with years of experience kind of thing. Don't mm-hmm. don't become the thing that you're trying to stop from happening. I think we're going to segue immediately into... You mean our, our good friend aggressive behavior, Brian? Yeah, so this one is one of the ones I, I, I think where we can talk about USC minor and USC major, you know, and like fuzzy lines and stuff like that on occasion. Aggressive behavior is pretty concrete. Let's just get that out of the way. Uh, what's aggressive behavior? Well, the definition of aggressive behavior, uh, well, first of all, it results in a disqualification. Yeah. Just because of what I'll talk about in a moment. The definition of aggressive behavior is a player acts in a threatening way towards others or their property. That is it. That is the entire definition of aggressive behavior. Examples include... A player threatens to hit another player who won't concede to them. Yeah, that sounds pretty aggressive. So that is a, a threat of physical violence. Yep. Uh, a player pulls a chair out from under another player, causing them to fall to the ground. Actual physical violence. <laughs> yeah, and and here's here's the thing. I actually don't actually care if you do that to a buddy. You know, no. you're like, ha ha ha, joke, yank the chair out. It's still incredibly disruptive. It's still yeah. somebody is getting hurt. Yeah, and there's 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 actual harm there. Like you're you're doing that to cause harm to a person, and then LOL about it. Oh yeah, no. the 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 worst argument in in really any of the our unsporting conduct scenarios here is oh, it's just a joke. Yeah, yeah ju- just a joke is not uh, yep. really ever a good argument in this sort of situation. Yep. Other examples: a player makes threats against a judge after receiving a ruling. Again, you are you are threatening somebody. A player tears up a card belonging to another player. That is not yeah. a threat to their physical person, but a threat a <laughs> violence against their belongings. Right. But imagine now in the world of like sleeves and like double sleeving and triple sleeving. Oh, how... I'm 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 tearing apart your your double sleeved <laughs> deck. Or you just you just grab the card and you just start bending it and you just can't quite get it. So then you got to dig it in the sleeve and pull it out, and then you got another sleeve to deal with, and you just gotta. <laughs> Is this know? the twenty twenty magic equivalent of like tearing a phone book in half? Like just pick up the deck and try to tear it in half. <laughs> well, there's actually a trick to tearing a phone book in half. You can do it. I know you gotta like oh. sort of push in and then yeah. 
I can't do it, but I've learned that it's a thing. That'll be covered in the Judge Cask Scam Nation Patreon sub episode. Okay, Brian, where we I discuss have to bar bets. <laughs> I think that that should be like the mega tier, right? Like you can't <laughs> you can't offer that at at oh. You gotta you gotta charge real money for that. Oh really? Real real money for Judge Cast bar bets? <laughs> I love Judge Cast bar bets. <laughs> it's a subset of Judge Cast After Dark. Yeah, it is, yes. <laughs> and our final example, a player intentionally turns over a table. The the literal flips the an, table. An actual table flip. This is this is a thing. I I had for this penalty, aggressive behavior, I DQ'd a player for aggressive behavior, having never seen the player. Really? Yes. So the situation was, player comes up to me, uh, or actually I think it was a, a judge brought the player up to me, and the player was upset, and this was right after miss, the mistrigger policy became, you know, what it is, and so if 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 I miss my trigger then the opponent gets to decide whether or not I get it or not. You know, that's that's the current policy, but it was new at the time. Mm-hmm. Dude forgot his trigger, went to combat, remembered his trigger, and was like, I want my trigger. And the opponent's like, no, I don't have to give it to you. Uh, you know, we can call a judge and confirm. And the guy was like, you got aggravated, got irritated, and just smacked the player's deck and then got up and left. Like, like slapped it off the table and cards flew everywhere well not necessarily off the table i think it was to the side so it like skittered across uh, another another match and he just got up and left and so you know the player upset they gathered all their stuff and then they came up and told me what happened i was like what okay (laughs) you know we looked around for the person we couldn't find him and i was like you know what you're out of here never saw the guy don't know what he looks like tried to find him on facebook to match a face to the name no idea. Wait, so like this player just never rolled into a later round or anything? No, he didn't come back. He just left. He ju- oh snap he he got he got salty, did the thing, yeah, and then just pieced out. Yeah, because I guess maybe he figured that he would get like tattled on or whatever. Right, uh, that it was already de- too late for him. Right, and so maybe if he if he pieced out, then he could avoid the DQ. But no. But that is not the case. Right. You know, and that those are the kind of things when we're talking about aggressive behavior or the, you know, I'll see you in the parking lot. You know, that's a that's a thing. That is a threat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As you know, and that's that's happened to some judges in Florida here, you know, Ugh. where they've gotten the uh, I'll I'll see you. I'll see you outside. I'll see you outside. It's like, all right, well, it's, you know, well, you're going to be waiting for a while. Yeah. No, no, you won't. <laughs> I mean. I mean, maybe, but I still got like another five hours, and you're gone right now. So, uh, bye, so bye, <laughs> bye. Unless you want to wait, yeah. Unless you, you're you really can, determined, you can wait. But I'll probably call the police, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's another. That's <laughs> okay. Let's talk about the philosophy. Um, uh, I mean, so, this is this this should be pretty pretty self explanatory, right? Right. Like. The, the safety of all people at a tournament is of paramount importance. There will be no tolerance of physical abuse or intimidation. Pretty succinct. Yeah. Now, there is an additional remedy for, for aggressive behavior. So unlike, you know, other penalties and stuff like that, there's an additional remedy. The, the offender should be asked to leave the venue by the organizer. When you have an aggressive behavior DQ, you want to get the TO involved because they're in charge of the space. And this person is not only a danger to the event, which is you, what you're in charge of, they're a danger to the space that the TO is in charge of. So yeah, you need to, you need to loop that TO in like really, really quick. And you're like, Hey, I got an angry player who's going to be pacing in the parking lot or this player just hit somebody else. Cause they're probably going to get banned from the store. Like if you hit somebody, Oh yeah, they're the, the the tournament organizer is not likely going to want that person there in their establishment or or destroying destroying property or something like that. You know, like, and that's why this thing this we wanted to get this out of the out of the way first. There shouldn't be really any ambiguity here. You make a threat. You 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 threaten physical violence. You perform physical violence. Those are those should be pretty snap snap judgment. You're out of here. 
you know, still do an investigation and make sure that the thing happened. But I don't think I've even heard like a hint or a whiff of another player like making up a threat. Yeah, I've never, I can't recall any circumstances of somebody making up an unsport, a, a uh, an aggressive behavior situation. Yeah. And Ned, if you have, let us know. Send us, send us an email. Yeah. Judgecast at gmail.com. Okay. <laughs> so let's let's talk about do you want to do USC major or USC minor? Um let's do minor next. Alright. Alright. USC minor. The definition is a player takes action that is disruptive to the tournament or its participants. It may affect the comfort level of those around the individual. But determining whether this is the case is not required. <laughs> you don't gotta go take a poll. <laughs> hey, hey, did hey, did this make you feel uncomfortable? You, you, know, don't, you like, don't need like a straw poll, like, right. and, and you don't need a, you know, a majority of people in the surrounding ten uh, foot radius need to agree that this was not cool. Yeah, and this is also there so that when the player says. Well, who says that this is disruptive to the tournament? You know, did you ask anybody? I don't got to. Yep. It says says so right there that I don't got to. And and this is this is also to give give direction to the judges because there's there's some judges that think like if no one says anything to me about it, then I guess I'll allow it. That right, if if just because a player didn't physically speak up or call you about it doesn't mean it's okay. You can you can take the initiative to say this is not cool because in a lot of these circumstances, people might be afraid of saying anything. Yeah. Due to the due to the nature of what's being said. Yeah. And so let's look at some examples. So an example: uh, a player uses excessively vulgar or profane language. Okay. I, I will call out that it talks about excessively vulgar. You know, it, it's got the word excessive. Like if someone drops a single f bomb. You know, you might get an explicit tag on iTunes, which is why we're not going to do it. But that's not <laughs> excessively vulgar or, you know, vulgar or profane. If they're sitting there doing an Andrew Dice Clay routine, I'm dating myself there. Yeah, you are, Ryan. You really yeah. are. Yeah. We're probably in excessive and we're, we've probably actually maybe moved, given some of his material, we've moved into USC major. But if I'm spouting off profanity and i've already gotten the you know hey can you pg up your language request and that ain't working you know excessively vulgar um a player inappropriately demands to a judge that their opponent receive a penalty this one's this one's this one's a little weird in the sense that like inappropriately demands normally right. you know that doesn't mean that they're wrong to demand it because it could be that they just misunderstand how the rules work but this is just like no they you know, didn't let me decide how we're going to roll the dice, so I demand that they get a game loss, and they're just just adamant. And you're like, hey, that's adamant and rude about it. Yeah, th- uh, that's actually not a penalty. Can we just decide how to roll and roll the dice, or maybe this is fine? And they're like, no, we're gonna do. Th- yeah, you, USC. You, you can't be serious. Like, surely they. they this yep. is yeah. A player appeals to the head judge before waiting for the floor judge to issue a ruling. This is this gets back to you know. Let let the judge, you know, be a little bit respectful to the judge. Like, like jumping in and not letting the judge finish their ruling and appeal. Yeah, that's actually kind of disrespectful. It's disruptive. And let the judge finish. Right. Let, let, let the person do their job, try to resolve the situation, and don't, don't yeah. immediately jump in with the, well, I don't care what you have to say. I'm calling the head judge. This next one is the funniest one ever. A player leaves excessive trash in the play area after leaving the table. This one's kind of rough because most of the time you encounter the trash and you have no idea. Right. After they're long gone. And if you encounter the trash while you can still see who they are, then you're like, hey, remember to throw that away. And then they do. So I can't. Yeah, I've I've never seen this happen before. Yeah. There there was one I did actually give this one time when I was an L1 to someone who left their chicken wings on a table at a GP. Oh. <laughs> like, you... wait, just the chicken wings, not no, in a container? No, it was in a container, but it was like two okay. big styrofoam containers of chicken wings. And they they got up 
and I saw them get up and they started to walk away leaving their chicken wings behind and I was like, hey, it's an example in the IPG and I'm gonna I'm getting there when in reality it's just been like, hey, go throw your go throw your trash away, you idiot. Oh. Right. Like this is one of those scenarios where I feel like you can just avoid it in exactly the way you said where you just say, Hey, like, don't. Just hey, make make sure you take that. And I guess to to segue a little bit, if you start to see somebody boil over or you start to see somebody do some like about to to do something really dumb that would lead to an unsporting conduct, it's okay, it's okay to say something. You don't have to let somebody hang themselves. It's okay to be like, hey, just, just breathe. But like, right. obviously read the room and understand the context, but you don't right. have to just sit and wait for somebody to, to, to do something before you say it. This, this isn't a situation where you're waiting to see if someone's going to remember their bob trigger. You right. Know, this is it's like, oh. Hey, you see someone getting food? Hey, do you need a minute? Um, I did. I did actually have a player tell me that I shouldn't have told their opponent that, like, oh, it's okay. Like they were really nervous about going over time, and I said something about like it's okay. Like you, they were like actively shaking and freaking out, and I said something to the effect of, you know, it's it's all right. And the opponent came to me after and was like. You know, magic's a mental game. Like you should, you're giving my opponent opponent an advantage if they want to tilt off. Let them tilt off. <laughs> I disagree with that person on a philosophical level. I do too. I'm not going to go so far as to say that that person is wrong, but they're wrong. I, they're so wrong. I um, think if you are caring more about your win than the well-being of the people around you, then maybe you're not a nice person. <laughs> Yeah, like, hey, how about how about we allow like you know gameplay and strategy to win the game instead of like your opponent having an ex- trying to win off of your opponent's anxiety attack, right? Anyway, and then the last one is uh, the last example is a player fails to follow uh, the request of a tournament tournament official to leave the play area. So this is kind of if I tell you to do something and then you don't do it. Then that's also going to be like USC, uh, USC minor. Like if you've if you've done something, something minor, you know, not really violate, you know, maybe you're shuffling in your lap or something like that. You know, we don't actually think you're cheating, but it's like, hey, can you, you know, shuffle? Put put your hands above the table. Yeah, put your hands above the table, and then later you see him still shuffling in their lap. You can actually give him USC, you you know, USC minor for that because you told. This is kind of the. This used to be uh, like failure to follow direct inst- follow di- instructions from a tourna- no. tournament official or something. I'm, like I'm, that. I'm misremembering that got rolled into uh, that actually just got obliterated. But this is kind of one of the things. It's like when a judge says something, there's got to be a little bit of teeth to it. Right. You know, hey, you need to do X. So if I tell you directly to do X, and then you don't do X, there's your warning. That's like the well, it, well, why should I? Well, this is why. Yeah, don't phrase it that way, but that's what we're thinking. That's what we're thinking in our head. But the but the real reason is is if I can tell a player to do something and that player can just freely ignore it with no consequences or no penalties, that really goes to undermine a lot of the uh, the judges' uh, the authority. authority. Right. We already have enough outside forces trying to undermine our authority. We don't need actually in the tournament. Oh dear. Oh. Now keep in mind that these are also just examples. This is not the full width and breadth of USC, USC minor. Right. Just because something doesn't exactly fit into one of those categories doesn't mean it's not applicable. Yeah. So the philosophy is, you know, all participants, yes, even you, uh, (laughs) should expect a safe and enjoyable environment at the tournament. And a player needs to be made aware if their behavior is unacceptable so that the environment may be maintained. And this goes back to like the trash thing, leaving your trash out there creates an unenjoyable environment. Yep. You know, using excessive vulgarity. Like, we're not going to police your tiny little F-bombs, but if you are if you get over a line, yeah, you're affecting, you're, you're affecting the enjoyability of other people. You are, yeah, you are impacting the safety or, not less the safety, but more the enjoyable environment for somebody around who may be uncomfortable in yeah. that situation. And and this is this is one of the things where you start getting into, like, weird situations where... Is something worth a USC minor, or is it just worth a, hey, go 
go do the thing. Like if someone's got a risque playmat. Yep. Okay. That's that seems to be that seems to be a, a an evergreen popular topic. A topic that comes up frequently. Okay. So someone's got an evergreen uh an evergreen playmat. <laughs> someone's got a someone's got an anime girl playmat that f- features anatomy. Um tactful. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's tasteful in that. No, it's not. It, um, so you you can really do two things. You can simply say like, "Hey, turn that playmat over," or you can say, "Hey, turn that playmat over." Here's a USC minor. Those I think those are both acceptable options because what we've actually done in either one of those cases is we've corrected the issue. Right. The the player has been informed and has. Whether or not they've learned, they've been they have been told here is the problem, and here is what needs to be done to to fix that. I think if someone if someone didn't give uh, didn't give a USC minor, uh, or they did give a USC minor, I think the only issue I would have with either one of those rulings is potentially maybe in how they gave the USC minor. Like if they came in and you get a USC minor because that's completely inappropriate, you know. That that you're kind of taking on a, a slightly antagonistic role. And that's the situation in which the player may retaliate and use the and want to use the play mat again to to dagger somebody, you know. Or or uh you know, just they they might leave or you might leave and then they pull it back out again. I've definitely you know, that, seen that. Kind that. Of thing. Yeah, that's so in that in that particular case, if you didn't give I would say that particular thing is if you didn't give USC minor, that immediately makes you wrong to have done it. But then if you, it, it's kind of weird. Like there's a lot of like, you know, flow chart of decision tree and what could, what could happen and stuff like that. And a lot of the, nuance in the situation. The most important thing in this particular case is in, in my opinion is not whether or not they got a warning or not, but it's that the play mat is turned over or they're playing with something else and they're not like i don't want to say resentful that's not the really they they accept they accept the situation right they, they don't you have know? to be happy about it but that that they seem to at least understand what what the situation is same thing with like if they're wearing like a a, a shirt or a hat or something like that that's that's obnoxious you know not not over the top you know there, there are some shirts that are over the top right but um, you know, if just like, Hey, I need you to turn that inside out or can you take that hat off or anything like that, uh, is, is perfectly all right. Again, the important thing is fixing the situation in a way that's not going to escalate it. And again, warnings, the whole point of the warning is to enforce, enforce the lesson, like getting a warning is supposed to be a negative thing. It's supposed to enforce the lesson, but the lesson part and the fixing it is what's important is priority one. Right. I think two two things about how that sort of thing is handled. My the another reason that it may be better to to give the penalty in that scenario again, depending on the context, is is the tracking. Like mm-hmm. if I if I give out a penalty to a player for their their scandalous playmat, and then I leave, they pull the playmat back out again. Another judge walks by and tells them to put the playmat. You know, that person may have six judges tell them to put the playmat away over the course of the day. But if nobody was giving penalties, nobody knows that this person's doing that. Right. And that actually happens. And that feeds into the additional remedies, which is player must correct the problem immediately. Okay. And then subsequent unsporting conduct, minor infractions, even if it's for different stuff. Okay. If we say put your put your naughty playmat away and then you know you leave like a bunch of chicken wings all over the table <laughs> you start cussing about how you had to put your playmat away right you start uh, you stand up on a table and yell about how how these chicken wings are so good um <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> that's going to get a game loss so the penalty for the first one is usc minor is a warning the second one is a game loss one of the things that's kind of interesting about this particular infraction is if it occurs at the end of the game which a lot of times uh so this is a clause in here and i'll explain why that's that is it says if a game loss is issued 
if it occurs at the end of the game, it is acceptable for the, the judge to apply the penalty to the next game instead. And the reason for this a lot of times is when someone gets a USC minor or a USC major, it can come at the end of the game or the end of the match. Okay, so, you know, if that match has already been done and it's over with and then they do something, you know, that's relating to that match. um, You don't want it to retroactively apply to a game or match that already happened. Well, if it's if it's over, let's say the slip's been signed and like turned in and stuff like that. And I'm just sitting at the table across from my opponent being salty, you know, because tensions are high. Something weird happened at the end of the match. So it's it's acceptable now. You you can you can apply it to the to the match that just happened. Like if the slip hasn't been been filled out and it's you know the game is is wrapping up, but it is appropriate to be like, you know what? Okay, that match is finished, but we're not just gonna let you get away. Uh, especially because this is a, a game loss, right? So if I just won two zero and I got a game loss, you know, big deal. Ooh, yep. I still oh, won. Yeah, I still scary. won the match. Yeah, that's not a penalty. Getting a getting a game loss in a match that I won isn't a penalty. Yep. You, you you don't want people to feel like they can just freely spout off at the end of a match because well it's over. Again, don't don't be afraid of USC minor. You know, you're going to see things, you're gonna see, you know, awkward things, negative things that you wanna you wanna get in there and correct. And that and that's that's the important thing. If you maybe maybe you're scared of giving a USC a USC minor. But you still need to get in there. Now, the, the the flip side of it is is you don't want to start like nitpicking every little thing and just saying because you don't like it, it negatively affects the tournament. So you start giving USC minors for little little nitnoid things. Right. The oh, I di- I, I didn't finish my my tiny oh. thought about um, playmats earlier. Um, I'm sorry. There are no. It's totally fine. It if you are going to ask, obviously in every not every situation. It's going to be one where you have a bunch of other judges around or necessarily time to consult with another judge before things get hairy. But it's okay to ask for an opinion on like, hey, this just happened. This rubbed me the wrong way. Or this person like has this weird play mat. Like, what do you think? Obviously, again, you're, you're not always going to be able to ask for help or a second thought. And you should feel empowered to make the decisions you need to make. But also... As a woman, I have had a lot of uh, judges come to me and say, oh, this is something that will like particularly matter to you. What do you think about it? Please, please don't feel like that's a thing you need to say or do in that scenario. It's just really awkward. Like, oh. I've had people be like, oh, there's this anime anime girl play mat, you know, you, you'll, you'll have more opinions on this than I will. What do you think? And it's like, just... Just ask me for my help as a judge, not my help as a woman. You know what I mean? No, but see, when you answer that question, you're you're answering for all women everywhere. Yeah, I'm not. So this actually, uh, I want to I want to call attention to a situation and and talk to uh, have you represent all women as I ask this question. All right, Ryan. Uh, okay, so there was um, a situation at a ptq a few months back where the player uh appealed the ruling before the judge finished the ruling and the judge was a woman judge mm-hmm. and we we talked a little bit about it after because she came and told me that it bothered her that this happened mm-hmm. and i looked at that and i was like oh well that's usc minor we're gonna go over there and give usc minor right now so I, you know, I just kind of, you know, I got the facts, made sure that I understood what happened, and then I just went over, talked to the person, gave the USC minor, and do do do, sauntered on back, and we had a conversation afterwards that I don't, I don't necessarily know if I, I don't want to say I don't know if I did the right thing because policy says give USC minor, but the judging question was felt a little weird because it created a situation where, let me see here how to how to phrase it, like. In theory, in theory, she could have also given USC minor, but then it would have looked like that she was just salty for being interrupted. But then if I gave USC minor, it would look like she went she and tattled. She couldn't handle it herself and just went to you and yeah. Right. So I actually don't know what the correct 
situate like do i you know do you do the supportive thing where it's like you go on there and give the penalty and i'll just like hang back i mean and that's got connotations too i mean i think i think for me you ask how do you think that person would want to handle it how they would prefer because there are pros and cons to the perception on either end and i think it at the end of the day it comes down to what that person is is comfortable with and I think that's true with a lot of other penalties where I may be the one who witnessed something, but maybe you have a greater understanding of that rule and can explain it better, blah, blah, blah. It's you, you work with the person you're talking with to determine how to resolve it. The, the vibe I kind of got from the situation was that it was like, I don't want, I want to ignore it, but I don't want to ignore it at the same time. And like no no solution is good. Mm, not, none of them were ideal. I I can't pick the best solution because they all suck. Um, I think in that scenario, I I don't think there's anything wrong with just going and doing it. That way, something is done. Yeah. So. But it it really does just it comes down to what people are comfortable with to a certain point, and at some point, somebody has to make a decision. Yeah. And you can go through an, a particular ruling or scenario in your head over and over and over and over again and wonder, was that the right call? And at the end of the day, maybe maybe it wasn't, but you had to make a decision. I, I also want to call out one, one thing when it comes to being uncomfortable making, making a, a call or some, something along those lines. If you're uncomfortable making a call, go get the head judge, okay? If you are uncomfortable making the call, go get the head judge because... In in a in a very real sense, judges and especially the head judge, we're actually paid to sometimes put ourselves in uncomfortable situations. That's part of the job. Mm-hmm. Like, and the head judge doesn't get to be like, "Oh, well, the situation doesn't make me feel comfortable, so I'm just going to avoid that." You don't got that luxury. Y- you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. Like you're you're gonna find yourself in uncomfortable situations. Uh, that's why you're getting. You know, that's part of the reason why you're paid to be there. Right. It's it's that that authority that sort of capability to deal with resolving those problems all right so we've we've talked a lot about unsporting conduct minor yeah uh we don't have any uh unsporting conduct moderate no we really don't do we but we know well the unsporting conduct the moderates can see both sides oh brian (laughs) oh brian unsporting conduct major Okay, what's that? That comes with a match loss, which is significantly steeper than our friend the warning that can upgrade into a game loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, the definition is a player takes action towards one or more individuals that could reasonably be expected to create a feeling of being harassed, threatened, bullied, or stalked. This may include insults based on race, color, religion, national origin, age, gender, disability, or sexual orientation. Threats of physical violence should be treated as unsupported conduct aggressive behavior, which we talked about earlier. It is possible for an an offender to commit this infraction without intending malice or harm to the subject of the harassment. So that's our, oh, it's just a joke. Or or not not even that, but it's... You just don't know. Like, I'll give you an example that is... used to be more common than it is now, but it's I'm talking to my buddy, okay, and I call my buddy the N-word, okay, and between me and my buddy, and not actually me, but this hypothetical me that I've constructed for this, we're both cool with it. In Neither that particular of you case, personally mind that word for right. reasons. I was not intending malice or harm towards the subject. They're my buddy, but there's other people around there. <laughs> You know, it's not just that the vacuum. That's a that's a thing. So so yeah, it's it's hey, I was joking, or what's the big deal, or that kind of that kind of. Oh, I I didn't I didn't mean to yeah. make them upset. That's, like that's, you can actually yep. Yeah, I didn't mean to. Oh oh, I didn't mean to. It's like yeah, but you still did it. Right. It still happened. You know, or like like I'll, I'll give you a. Uh, another example with like uh, the the stalking, okay. It's just kind of like following following a girl around the, the the GP, and you're like, hey, I need you to stop that. And you're making her feel uncomfortable. Oh, I didn't mean to. 
Yeah, I just wanted to talk. Yeah, I just wanted... Yeah, you still... Uh, yeah. Did right. you... You know... <laughs> oh, what is it? Thor meme. Did you really? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, some examples. Example A. A player uses a racial slur against their opponent. That is pretty cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Um, a player takes inappropriate photos of another player without express permission. Right. And then posts them... On yeah. Reddit for the world right. to see. Right, right. Yeah. You know exactly what... Like, How many of you know what I'm thinking of when I read that example, Ugh. listeners? That was my first GP. Oh, was it? It was. It was GP Richmond, where I live. Yeah. That, that's what we're thinking of, but other other cases of this are significantly creepier. Yep. Like, yeah. There are... That, that can get really bad really fast. Yeah, that's a thing. Um... Other examples, a player asks a spectator for a date, is denied, and continues to press the issue. So that's that's similar to the oh I was I was I just wanted to, to talk to to you, like oh and following them around. If if somebody and I've seen this happen before, it's like you you sit down, you play against somebody, and they say, Oh, I, I really enjoy playing with you. Do you do you wanna go out after this? Or can I have your number or something like that? Mm-hmm. You say no, and then yeah. And at that point, we haven't hit any of the harass, threatened, bully, stalked. Right. Right. It's... Might be might be a little awkward. Might be a little awkward, but we haven't hit anything that 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 puts us in unsporting conduct major yet. Right. Certainly. Yet. Certainly could be off putting. Uh, however, it's then then you go from there, or that person follows someone, or follows that person around. Or that person comes up to them after each subsequent round, or watches their matches for the rest of the day. Um, other examples: uh, a player purposefully obstructs another player with the intent of inducing physical contact. So just standing in, just just blocking somebody, standing right where they need to be, and and you know where you're playing, where you're playing door chicken, where you're somebody's trying to come in the door and out the door at the same time. That except intentional. Yeah, this one's really creepy. This is like those because those those paths between you know tables at GP like between the tables at GPS can be pretty pretty narrow. So you're just standing there hoping to get rubbed up against. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Um. Like oh that that out of all out of all of these that's the the you know like the the sit up straight and just you know move the shoulders. Yeah, I have I have bad feelings about a couple of these, but yeah, that one's just like ew. Um, and the final example is a spectator uses social media to bully another player, so indicating that it does not have to be specifically something that's happening in a game of magic in the venue for it to warrant right. a penalty. Yeah, and these are these are all pretty significant things like these are these are all really big like harassment th- these words harassment threatened bullied stalked these are really powerful words yep i don't i don't want to like you know say like downplay cuz i think if you really kind of squint you can take like any behavior that you think is is uncouth and and stretch it yep you know harass threatened bullied stalked these are these are words that you shouldn't have to like you know, sit there and kind of finesse and finagle. It's like, no, these are all these of these examples are all very, very clear. Right. Philosophically, uh, there is a very long philosophy section on this one. <laughs> um, so a, a safe environment is a basic expectation of any tournament attendee. Harassment undermines the safety and integrity of a tournament. Players who purposefully create, create harmful or unwelcoming situations in a tournament are expected to immediately correct the behavior and demonstrate remorse or be removed. That is relevant. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the philosophy. The, the rest of it, I know it's kind of long, but the rest of it is kind of like instruction to judges. Is is right. Like, the, the, there is a confrontation involved here. Judges might need to end the match and, and separate the players. Like, that makes don't escalate the situation that makes sense it's that that is less philosophy on the penalty itself and more philosophy on how some basic tips on how to to try to de-escalate definitely uh you want to you want to you know remove the remove the player from the area to receive the penalty because hey it's a match loss and giving the match loss in front of 
the other person like can escalate the 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 situation and could also well. make the person who is feeling you know um harassed threatened bullied or stalked feel really uncomfortable because then not only were were you associated with them getting this this penalty but they sort of have to look you in the eye while it happens and it's just really right. uncomfortable all around yeah like you're saying if i'm in the situation where where my opponent does something aggressive and and has has bullied me or harassed me or something like that and i call and i call a judge and the judge is giving the penalty to the person while they can still see me who's going to get blamed for that match loss me Yep, and that's and so we as judges want to remove that player and make it I the judge am giving you the player this penalty based on your actions, not because that person said anything, right? Like, not like, because of any sort of tattling or something like that. And, and this is another point that I kind of I want to make that might get lost here is these unsporting conduct penalties are because of actions the player took kind of want to say the penalties are always based on actions not reactions if that if that makes sense like right i would agree with that yeah you did a thing the fact that the opponent did or did not get upset doesn't change the fact that you did a thing okay and because you did the thing you are going to get this penalty now that that doesn't mean that the player's reaction is is irrelevant you know, uh, a lot of a lot of times the fact that a player had a reaction is a really great sign that there is an issue that you need to go that, deal with. Right. That there is perhaps a problem. Right. And that also doesn't mean that I would I would posit that the reaction can get out of hand. It like the, there are reactions that are not warranted based on the initial action. You know what I mean? That is. Yes, I would agree with that statement. They're not as they're more common in theoretical land, right? But they it's, they can happen. It's possible, right? but not likely. Right. the The example that that I use, or the analogy that I've used, is you know we say like when where there's smoke, there's fire. Okay, but sometimes there can be a lot of smoke caused by a little fire, and sometimes there can be a little smoke from a really big fire. Okay, your job as a judge is to respond and that's actually one of the things where it says officials must investigate these matters as soon as they are brought to their attention when you smell smoke or you see smoke you need to do your best impersonation of a meerkat sit upright look <laughs> around figure out the source okay yep and then and then and then go determine if that infraction meets the criteria for unsporting conduct major like go go find the source of that fire job number one is put it out and then give the penalty based on the appropriate size assess the damage all right assess assess the damage and there can be damage caused by the fire the player being mad but the the also the opponent mm -hmm. don't forget that you need to you need to deal with them as well and it doesn't necessarily have to be the opponent it could be somebody at the next table over who somebody said something rude to or some somebody yeah they it does not necessarily have to be the opponent regardless of the scenario Right. Don't don't just and this is this this holds with aggressive behavior. This holds with USC minor. This if there are potentially two, maybe more people that you need to address, you need to address the person that committed the infraction. But you also have to deal with the other player who is who was bullied, who was stalked, who was harassed. Like you can't forget about them in this in this situation where you're dealing with the other person. Right. Because that that person so if, if, if the person who is committing the infraction is going to have a negative tournament experience because of their action and the subsequent penalty, then the, the other player, the other person, whoever that may be, is also going to have a negative experience because of that, that person's action. And they, they might be just as likely to not come back to your store or to a tournament because of what happened. So their their feelings are are relevant too. One other thing that it says in there, let's let's say the offender didn't realize that they that they were creating an uncomfortable situation and they go they're like, "Oh my goodness, I didn't know." Which is great. You know, that's a thing we we say that they must correct the behavior immediately and they're like they they now realize it and they're like, "Oh, I didn't realize that was a problem. I want to go apologize to the person that I 
harass, bully, stalk, whatever. Okay, yeah. put the brakes on that for a second. I need you to pump the brakes on that idea for just a second. Yeah. Uh, because the other person doesn't really want to deal with, with you. Right, you have to, to use the discretion on whether or not that seems appropriate in that moment. So you, as the judge, get to play, say, like, apology broker? You know, maybe <laughs> maybe you go, maybe you go talk to the other person and find out if they, you know, if they're interested. And then you have to be like, look, you know, hey, the person's expressing, you know, expressing uh, remorse. They'd like to apologize. If that's something that you are comfortable with, or if that's something you wish to allow, you know, we'll do it. Otherwise, I'm just going to tell the person to, you know, keep the distance for, for the rest of the tournament. That kind of that kind of thing. You know, you might want to create you, that's going to create a little bit of an awkward situation. But you definitely don't want a person who has stalked somebody to like corner them to apologize for stalking to stalking them. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's not going to de-escalate anything or make anyone feel any better. I don't see how that could possibly go wrong. So we've got the situation. So the additional remedy, the player must correct the behavior immediately. If the offense occurs at the end of the match, it's acceptable, hey, for the judge to apply the penalty in the next match instead. Here's where we got an upgrade. To a match loss. There's an upgrade path. What's 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 the upgrade? Oh, the upgrade. Uh, if the offense was committed with malicious intent, the player displays no remorse or the offense is repeated at a later time, the penalty is disqualification and removal from the venue. So, much as our our unsporting conduct minor escalated earlier, this is a bigger thing that escalates into a, a bigger penalty. And that's this is this is kind of weird. Like, you look at, like, a player takes inappropriate photos of another player without their express permission. I don't really see how that could be done without malicious intent. Like... You kind of know what you're doing, right? What do you mean? Um, well, I don't think you can, like, accidentally take inappropriate photos. Ah, right, yeah. Some of these, there, there, there is no <laughs> oopsie associated. Yeah, there's, some of these, there's, there's no, not really wiggle room in, oh, it was an accident. <laughs> and this kind of mimics, uh, or mirrors cheating, and and gameplay gameplay errors. So like if you do if you commit a gameplay error accidentally, uh, we give a we give a warning. If you do it intentionally, it's cheating and you get disqualified. Okay, this is a particular thing where if you did it intentionally, you know, with malicious with malicious intent. Because I guess you know if you're gonna like keep asking someone for a date, you are asking them intentionally for a date. You're not necessarily doing it maliciously because you don't realize that you're being. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't you don't necessarily realize that you're crossing the line, right? But if you're doing it because you know that they're uncomfortable and you're continuing to do and it, you're just poking and poking and poking, right? And and almost you're you're doing it now because it's the negative reaction becomes what you want out of the exchange. Yeah, that's definitely malicious intent at yeah. that point. Yep. So you gotta stop it. You gotta express remorse, uh, or if you do it again. And that's one of the things where, you know, like, hey, the apologizing where we said, like, hey, if you could, if you got a USC major for stalking somebody and then you go up and stalk them to apologize. You, yeah. You, that, you just repeated it again. You just did it once more. And so this one has uh, the penalty is a DQ and removal from the venue. So you need to go. You need to you need to go away. <laughs> you need to please. You, you're not given another opportunity to do it again. And that's what removing them from the venue is, is is you're not going to get an opportunity to do the thing and you're not going to give them the opportunity to escalate the situation. Yep. Yeah, there's there's not a there's not a third strike there. That's kind of a thing. Uh, that's unsporting conduct. The jerk parts. The jerk parts. And there's there's always going to be questions. There's always going to be the but where's the line and different people are going to have different lines and different things are like it's it's it is not a one size fits all scenario but talk to talk to people you respect talk to other judges and feel it out and and listen to other people's stories and and que and question their logic it's okay to say hey you did this and and no don't don't go in and guns blazing yourself and go i think he, this was wrong but ask like what was 
why was this well, the choice you made in this scenario? Because maybe there's context you don't have. Right. To why somebody did or did not give a penalty or gave the penalty that they did. And that's, again, not true just for unsporting conduct, but I feel like this topic generally has more judgment calls where that's yeah. warranted. And I, and I think there is a... We were talking, coming back to the, the whole Goldilocks thing. There is a lot of, I don't like a particular action. Um, this particular action needs to be discouraged. So I am going to, in my mind, upgrade it to USC major because they need to be taught a lesson and USC major teaches that lesson better. A match loss teaches that lesson better than a warning. Right. And it's like, eh, eh. not. Eh. But there's also the, the, the flip side of there is an issue that needs to be addressed and I choose not to address it because I'm scared. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Remember that you're not thinking about you, what what you personally find upsetting. You're you're kind of looking at like what is in general, but you don't want to necessarily also construct like an, a, a fictitious person that is upset by the behavior because you can always create a fictitious person that's upset by that behavior somebody that that could possibly be upset in this scenario one thing that we didn't talk about uh, i'm sorry i'm jumping back as to why the philosophy of why this is a match loss so it used to be a game loss and the reason the reason why it's a match loss is the example or the the logic that really gelled with me back when this was originally made a match loss, because originally when this went from a game loss to a match loss, I was like, match loss? Oh, that's 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 pretty rough. That's a that's a huge, huge, huge penalty. And then someone phrased it this way to me. So if I sit down, this is going to be the exact scenario that was laid out for me, because in this, this type of behavior used to be much more common. Um, if I sit down across from, or a player sits down across from the opponent, his opponent is a, is a woman, and he looks at one of his buddies and makes some comment. It's like, ah, oh, this is as good as a buy. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So now, judge gets called, gives a game loss. And now we have to sit down and play a game of magic. Now you gotta play at least a game, at least one game of magic, maybe two. And maybe that jerk is gonna win. In which case... The game loss didn't do anything, didn't have any results. So the whole idea of the match loss was we've now just kind of tainted that entire match. We're going to make that opponent miserable for the next 50 minutes, and they might even they might even lose. The person might beat them. So they got to sit across and get beaten by this person. And when that, that logic was presented to me, I was just like, yep, uh, yeah, 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 that's a match loss. I'm on board now. You know, makes perfect sense, right? Makes makes total sense when you when you phrase it when you phrase it like when you put it into that context. All right, is there anything else that you think is relevant to know about the jerk parts? Uh, no, just beat on it, beat on it again. Players being a jerk, do something. Yeah. Okay. And and if you, as a floor judge. Or you in any scenario where there's another judge around and you have the time to check with somebody else, check with someone else. That's okay. Because these are scenarios where you can, how it is handled can dramatically impact a lot of people. So take your time and deal with care. Absolutely. But again, both sides, be aware of your own bias mm -hmm. when you're giving these things. You might feel uh, more strongly about a particular topic than other people. Although I think like harassment, bullying, stalking, those, like I said, those are all really powerful words and those, those kind of should be unambiguous. Yep. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't have to stretch an action to. To fit that qualification. To fit one of these qualifications, right? So if you, if you, if you find yourself kind of working around the edges, maybe, maybe take a step back and like ask a few other people for their, for their thoughts. For some opinions. Yeah. And there's a lot of things, there's a lot of slacks and stuff like that where you can like SOS, ask, ask people, that kind of thing. So, yep. uh, but your first, your first priority is to deescalate the situation. Yep. Get, get the, Absolutely. get the situation under control, at right. least as much as you can. There are certainly going to be scenarios that may, may not be fully able to be deescalated and that 
is going to happen, but just de-escalate to the best of your ability in that moment. All right. Anything else to say for the good of the order, Brian? Absolutely not. Alrighty. Well, this was episode 244. Uh, wow, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, and if you like this show, you can find our older shows, past shows about this and the Brian mentioned episodes to our previous episode on this topic was episode 97. Um, if you want to go back and listen to that, our, you can find our archives at judgecast.com. If you want to contact us about any of the nonsense we told us you to contact, uh, contact us about earlier, you can email us at judgecast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash judgecast. You can find us on Twitter. We are at judgecast on Twitter. And that's all I have to say about that. Uh, all that being said, I am Brogan King, and I keep it fun. I'm Brian Perlman, and I keep it fair and aggressive. <laughs> oh. Don't keep it aggressive. No, I'm aggressively keeping it fun. So, like, people will be sitting there playing, and I'll just, like, come up to them, and I was like, you don't look like you're having fun. This is insufficient fun. Yeah, let's just roll up and be like, hey, I need you to turn that frown upside down.